This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. All right, lots of different angles and updates throughout the day as we deal with COVID-19 and with the various sporting events, the gatherings, large-scale events, all have been cancelled and postponed. We will continue letting you know which ones are not going ahead. That list seems to be a lot longer than the list of the events that are still going ahead. But what about if your workplace is shut down or if you are being encouraged to work from home because of the spread of COVID-19? Well, joining me on on the line is Stephen Gilman, an associate at Semfiro Tumarkin LLP. Stephen, thank you so much for being with us today. And thanks for having me on for talking about a topic that's really front of mind for all of us right now. Absolutely. And are you hearing about businesses either privately to their staff or publicly saying that they are going to change the way things are done because of this virus? Absolutely. I mean, we're hearing that from all different sides. Uh, you know, it's not just the NHL, the NBA, and, and other organizations uh, suspending things. It's workplaces as well. So what should you do if you're an employee and you're told, well, we'll take the example of the, of the NHL. So the NHL today has come out and said, as we expected, that they are postponing the season, shutting it down right now. So all of those workers that work in the arenas uh, don't have a job right now. There's no reason for them to come to work. Do they just stay at home and wait? Or what kind of recourse do they have? Well, it's interesting. I mean, so uh, we can kind of look at two different situations. If you're someone who is ill or suspected of being ill and you're sent home to self-isolate, there's no nothing wrong with the employer sending that employee to do that because it's keeping the workplace safe. But an employer can't simply shut down their operations until this blows over and send their employees home without pay. That, that would be a constructive dismissal. So employees have a right to be paid if the entire organization is shutting down. Although it is different if an individual is sick and the employer is attempting uh, to create a safe workplace. All right, because that's come up before as well with individuals who have tested or have been told to self-isolate. We had a woman who contacted us saying she was given the option, either use all your sick days, use your vacation time, that we are not obligated to give you sick, sick time. Well, that's also true. I mean, there are income protection for employees. So if an employee is ill and not able to come to work, uh, whether it's due to corona or, or some other illness, um, EI, and, and it's not as well known, EI does have sickness benefits. So an employee, uh, there, there is something there for the employee, and the employer isn't obligated to pay the employee. But the employer cannot force the individual to uh, use their vacation time or leave time, um, but can force them to stay home without pay from the employer, but from Service Canada. All right. And that, uh, I believe, earlier this week or last week, we saw that waived so that... Um that, that people would be able to access that sooner. Yeah, and in, in, if we think back to SARS, there were a number of different programs in place to help support employers uh, and, and employees in times like this. So it, it'll be interesting to see what the response from the federal government will be on this. What about workers that don't have the option? It's one thing to have your workplace shut down and having to deal with it that way. What about workers, uh, even in Italy, where the whole country is on shutdown, there's still grocery stores that are open, so there's still people that need to work in those stores, uh, first responders. What about those that don't have uh, the option of not working? Well, thankfully, we're not there yet. Um, so if you don't have the option of not working, your employer, at least in the current circumstances in Canada, your employer would have to continue to pay you. If your employer stopped paying you, it would be a constructive dismissal.
All right. And but and what if you're in a position, say you're at a grocery store and your job is there, but you feel unsafe working there? Well, every employee has the right to a safe workplace. Um, and this kind of would look more to what the employer is doing to ensure the employees are safe. And certainly if the employer isn't taking appropriate steps, whether that's providing hand sanitizer, gloves, masks, or whatever is deemed necessary in the specific environment, then an employee would have the right to refuse work. Um, but again, that would be a failure only if the employer failed to provide uh, those protections. And do we see a difference then if you're a salaried worker or if you're somebody that has an hourly wage? Is there any difference there? You know what? There's no difference. Um, The law treats both relatively the same. And where we're at now, there hasn't been, uh, say, an actual directive as far as in BC anyway, not a directive as far as large gatherings. We've certainly seen a lot of events cancelled. Does it change if the provincial government goes into a specific, goes into a different level, uh, goes into, declares a phase two of the the protocol or or changes the rules as far as travel, as far as being in close proximity and being in large gatherings? You know, it, it could have some it could have some impacts, especially if the the legislature uh, comes out with some sort of directive that employers are to follow or employees are to follow that could override the law at some level. Uh, again, um, that that would be shocking to see, but but nothing should be a shock right now. Uh, you know, the economy is slumping. We're canceling sports seasons. It's 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 a very interesting topic. And you mentioned SARS, and a lot of people are comparing. And I know when this first started, we talked about the fact we had learned lessons in SARS and the information that we had gleaned from SARS was really coming into play and was helping in the response to COVID-19. The workplace, though, compared to what it was like during SARS to today, at least I think we're in the position a lot of different places, not everybody, but a lot of workplaces are in the position with telecommuting, workers who already work from home, uh, with at least having that option, don't we? Yeah, no, and that's interesting. I mean, certainly um, a lot of employers are taking advantage of that right now. And as an employer, you do have the right to send someone home if you can still provide them with work and the same level of income. And the employee at that point may take that option. I mean, it's something that's much different than, geez, I think almost 20 years ago when when SARS uh, was top of mind for everyone. Uh, absolutely. Uh, what advice are you giving then, or would you give if somebody was uh, saying either either from an employer point of view or from an employee point of view dealing with this when it seems like things are continuing, things are still going to get worse before they get better? Yeah, I mean, if for employers, there's an obligation to keep a safe workplace. So whatever precautions you can take, um, maybe you stop having meetings with individuals and you do meetings over the phone or uh, you provide masks if they're available or whatever you can do to ensure uh, you're limiting exposure or from the employee perspective, it, it may be helpful to work from home or ask your employer about different accommodations. Um, but, you know, we're all sort of figuring this out as, it, as, it, as, as we learn more. Uh, it sounds like, uh, though, at this point, too, on some level, don't overcomplicate it. In a lot of the measures you just talked about were something that a lot of workplaces do during a flu season. There's no question. It, it, it is very, very similar. Um, and it's just limiting some of that interaction, person-to-person interaction, which, uh, as you aptly pointed out, in today's day and age is, is, is much easier to do than 20 years ago when, when SARS uh, emerged. All right. uh, We will leave it there. Stephen, good advice. Thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure.
Stephen Gilman is an associate at Semfiro Tumarkin LLP, talking about uh, what to do, what you need to know if your workplace is shut down or altered because of COVID-19.